guys, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host. I'm your Brains Coach, and it is my job here to bring to you all the best, most effective, simplest, most valuable, and definitely transformational brain body tools so you could figure out how to use your own brain, your own genius much better, and then get out there, take the best possible actions consistently to feel a look and do your absolute best and design the exact life experience that you want. So that's what we are all about here. Folks, today, as you guessed, we are talking about self-doubt and confidence. And I'm going to be speaking not from the some pedestal of someone who conquered all self-doubts, but instead from the place of having to deal with a lot of those self-doubts and anxieties that held me back for quite a long time in my life. And I still not at 100% of at conquering those self-doubts and, and fears and uh, lack of confidence to take the uh, most effective actions possible to move my vision, my life forward. Last week, I gave a workshop. I moderated a panel for the first time at Africa Com Africa Tech Festival. And first of all, I love giving talks. I love giving workshops. I love doing content. I'm a very creative person, but also Equally, I struggle with this, all this doubting, all this thinking, this is the right thing, should I say it like this or like that? And when I was a kid, I couldn't really even perform in front of people, in front of many people. I couldn't do much poetry recitals or public speaking because, especially if it involved me memorizing a lot of things or remembering like you know reciting poetry a whole whole bunch of words and then remembering uh, to recite the best feelings and emotions and all of that so i wanted to do all of that but every time i would get on stage i would feel like well i would start forgetting words and i would barely put any emotion any feeling into my performance. And then because I didn't have great, you know, results and, and feedback and often feel, felt awkward and uh, often stumbled, I didn't really put any further effort into doing more of that because I felt inadequate. I felt like you had to have a talent to get on stage, for example, and be really good there. It didn't occur to me and nobody told me that it's something that you can work on, like your communication skills, how you appear or perform on stage, that can be practiced for, learned for, and your anxiety, even your emotional state, it can be modulated with breath work. Well, Back then, it also wasn't that popular and not that people knew about that the science wasn't there. But what I'm trying to tell you is I always struggled with that. I wanted to be there, but I always struggled with my emotions, with my arousal. I was just too nervous. That definitely interfered with a way of me speaking on stage. And now I'm still working on it, but I got a lot better uh, to the point that now I get more compliments and people invite me back to do workshops or speaking etc and compliment me on that but then being i'm sharing uh, with you my story because 
I want you to understand that what I'm sharing with you right now is something that I've also had to learn. And I experienced the profound positive change, transformational change in my life. When now, if somebody asks me, uh, do you want to speak? Do you want to do workshop? Do you want to uh, create this piece of content? Do you want to do this or that? I know I'm going to feel nervous, but I still say yes. And I actually practice and I know how to uh, modulate, how to adjust my nervous system from super anxious and nervous to just feeling excited and being upbeat. I can, I know how to work with my own self, with my emotions, with my feelings, with my uh, excitedness. And I also know that when you practice, you get better and better uh, and better at things. And that's what's been happening as well. So what I'm sharing with you again today now, it's something that I'm constantly learning from different researchers, from different uh, successful people, uh, entrepreneurs or speakers and leaders. and something that I'm putting into practice. Uh, I'm also reading books and interviewing experts like that. Again, learning to get better and practicing to get better at communication mm-hmm. and confidence that to me didn't come naturally. So back to the work workshop back to the panel that happened at Africa Com, uh, and there were well for my workshop they had like different stages that had many stages at the event happening at the same time so for my workshop I had uh, on my personal workshop about uh, I believe 20 people so it's not like a huge crowd but still you have people there and you are giving a workshop in front of them and you don't know those people and you didn't know how many people would show up. So quite a nerve-wracking experience it could have been, but it was awesome. And I stayed back for 40, I think, minutes to answer questions. And and the panel also went well. A lot of lessons learned. It was my first panel, so it wasn't perfect. Nowhere near that. But um, because I asked for help, I asked for advice from a friend who did his first panel not so uh, long ago, and he did it pretty well. Uh, so he was, uh, you know, a few steps ahead of me. So I asked uh, about his techniques, etc., what he did, and he prepared me real well. So my panel went pretty well instead of me just sitting there and stumbling through some weird questions, right? So that went well, but a ton of lessons learned. But then again, back to my workshop and why I'm telling you this story, because after the workshop that was about productivity, priorities, and focus, I stayed up answering questions about founder mindset and specifically about self-doubts. Like, what do I do when I start doubting my idea? When I start thinking that maybe it's idea, it's, this idea is stupid and I shouldn't be even working on that, wasting my time? Or uh, what if I'm not good enough to make this idea happen? What do I do then? How do I work with my mind? How do I work with my brain? So those were the questions around mindset that were asked the most. And because I was on stage, everyone assumes that I have this confidence that, yeah, my talk wasn't perfect, but I went there and I went through my presentation. I uh, created this delivery and I had uh, some sort of, you know, performance and speech at the beginning. I had this structure. So people assume that when you're on stage, you just naturally have more confidence. But what I'm teaching is that I don't have a lot of confidence naturally, but I know how to change my state to show up for the occasion and to deliver the 
performance, the results that the value that I'm passionate about um, to serve people, to help people with, to share it, right? So I know how to work with with myself. And today you're going to get a couple of most effective tools that didn't just work for me, that are, that work based on research and that work based in best practices, practiced by top entrepreneurs and leaders out there. So after my workshop, I get these questions and these are the questions that we're going to address right now. What if I feel I'm not good enough. What do I do with that? How do I increase my confidence to get out there and still do the thing? It's not about me, you know, telling you whether you're good enough or not enough. Nobody can tell you that. But it's about understanding that nobody is good enough to do anything. When you have a dream, when you have a goal, when you have an idea, you have a lot of things to learn, to improve, to work on, to get as good as it needs to be, so you deliver this idea into the world. So this is the first understanding, folks. You're never good enough yet for something that you are building, but you can put enough effort, energy, hours to learn, to get better, and to then finally be good enough for that vision. So that's the first thing you got to understand. But then back to the question, what do you do in the moment to increase, to boost your self-confidence and to know that you can say yes to giving talks and workshops and you can deliver it even though you are afraid of that or anxious or you're not that confident on stage at all. So how do you boost your self-confidence in the moment when you most need it in less than three minutes? Here I want to share with you what I love the quote I love from Alex Hormozy. Uh, he has a saying, outwork your self-doubt. It got quite popular, so you can Google it. Outwork your self-doubt. And I love a couple of things about this quote, this saying that Alex likes to repeat. Number one, action first. There is such thing in science, they call it behavioral activation. What it basically means, when you don't feel like doing something, start taking a small steps towards that. And action changes your brain chemistry and body chemistry. Specifically, for example, dopamine is released and that makes you feel more confident, more capable, more creative, more driven and motivated to take action. So you start taking action, you release more dopamine and you want to take more action and you do feel more confident. So outwork your self-doubt, action first. Just remember that. Action always first, and that's how you make yourself feel more confident. The second thing I like about this quote is Alex talks in this quote about creating more data by taking action that supports the idea or the notion that you can do things, that you can accomplish things. I call it this exercise confidence stock. It's very similar. It's not about actions. Of course, take actions first and put in the work. But the reason why it works so well for boosting your confidence in the moment, because then when you have self-doubts, when you start asking yourself, am I really good enough? Can I really pull it off? You can sit down and talk to yourself or even better, put it in writing. Confidence stock. You write down all the instances in the past when you didn't think you could figure things out 
and yet somehow you did. You started taking action and you learned something and you applied it and maybe you sucked and you got better and you asked for help and you figured it out. You got to this point because you went through quite a few experiences like that. When you thought you couldn't make it, you thought you you didn't know how to do that, and yet you figured it out. Again, maybe not by yourself, but the world is not built by some one person. We all in it together and we'll help each other all the time, whether through writing books and giving talks and sharing our knowledge, or directly when somebody asks us for help, we give them our experience. Just like I asked my friend, okay, you did the panel, you did pretty good. Like, what were your secrets? How did you prepare? (laughs) So you do that and you figure it out. It was my first panel and I did that, even though I had no idea what actually people do to get it done. So the same idea here, you figured things, a lot of things out in your past. So when the doubt starts settling in, you sit down and you start writing for a couple of minutes. Okay, I didn't know how to do that. I did that. I didn't know how to do that. I did that as well. I didn't know how to do that. I did that as well. And all of you have a ton, a ton of instances like that. That's what I call it, you know, taking stock of things. So this is your confidence stock. Just start writing down, stacking all of the evidence. And that's where Alex Hormoz's quote really shines. Outwork your self-doubt. So the more actions you take, the more work you put in, the more things you figure out, the more evidence you'll have for your future self-doubting themselves that you actually can figure things out, even though you don't know how yet. So confidence, stock, outwork yourself, doubt, take action, take action, take action. That by itself is going to boost your confidence. But then when the doubt creeps in, what do you do? You sit down and write down, or if you don't have anything to write it down with, then talk to yourself. I didn't know how to do that. I did that. I figured it out. I asked for help. I did this, this, and this. And maybe it will even give you ideas for the situation you might be faced with. So confidence stock, this is the first thing, outwork yourself, doubt, take action. And then when in doubt, when doubts creep in, you sit down and start taking your confidence stock. You start writing down all the instances in the past that when you didn't know how to do a thing and you still figured it out, guess what? You can do it again. What a a break. Um, And the second tool or the second question to address here is what if my idea is not good enough i got that question what and it's not about me proving you that your idea is good enough nobody really knows how good your idea is and he and also the co-founder of netflix recently posted on linkedin your first idea is never good enough you have to develop it you have to test it you have to pivot you have to work on it to make it good enough so your first idea is never good enough but again back to this idea of growth mindset and you will improve it and develop it if you put enough work learning and and more work so when you have this doubt in your head, how to deal with them with, with it mentally? What if my idea is not good enough? And th- there is really good blog by Gina Gorlin. And she is a psychologist, a therapist, and now she also works as a 
founder coach, mostly on the psychology uh, part of it. Well, I believe entirely actually on psychology. Uh, she works in Austin, US, and she has her blog, and she inspired actually the name of my talk, Building the Builders. So she has a blog and a couple of blog posts, a two-part blog post, Vision or Delusion. When you are working on something new that you've never done before and nobody never done before, that might be also the case for a lot of founders. How do you distinguish, how do you know if what you have is really brilliant vision or has a potential to become that brilliant vision or it's a delusion and it's really a stupid idea and you should just depend on that because it's not the right time, maybe not the right planet for it. So how do you know? And in this two-part blog post, she goes in depth uh, into the psychology of it and what you can do and um, etc. But the main idea there, the most practical idea is that you don't think your way out of it. You test the idea. You gather data, just like with confidence stock. We're not deluding yourself, like, oh, I'm confident, just like anyone else, etc. No, you take the stock of things you actually did. You base your confidence in reality. So when it comes to your idea, you don't pump yourself up thinking that you are such a genius. You do what every good scientist would do. You have a hypothesis, a thought, an idea, and you test it out. You run experiments. And then if you get good enough results, that means your hypothesis, the thing that you thought of, actually works and has some merit, and you can work on it to develop some value. So the same goes for founders and visionaries. To get confidence about your idea, you start getting data. Uh, obviously, testing your idea in some form or shape with other people, that's a great way to start uh, having minimum viable product to test on as many potential customers, for example. That's where it's coming from, right? If you want to understand if your idea has any merit and it's not just some stupid idea that nobody really needs, um, at least not in the commercial sense. So what you do is you test it. And then you talk to experts in the industry. Also a great way to get an idea and think if you are idea is good enough. So for example, you had an idea and it's based on your experience, on your knowledge about the world, on bad you know, problems in the world, but you're just not sure if that's uh, something that will work right now. So indirectly, you can go and talk to people. Like if I were to create this solution, uh, would you need it? Would you use that? Would you buy it right now? Uh, then talk to experts. Do you think that might work? If you, for example, are not sure on the science side of things, or on tech side of things. Maybe it's innovation. So you go in and talk to asper, uh, experts. Do you know this will work? Or you don't have to reveal the whole idea, but bits and pieces of it. Like uh, get data in any form of shape. Of course, get data from people who have some experience, who have some knowledge, who have some track record, not just random strangers or your mom who is not in tech or innovation at all and she just loves how things are. So also choose where you test your idea. Um, but then again, I love this idea from Gina Gorlin uh, that you test the vision or delusion, the difference you'll know and you'll get the confidence once you test it. And what I personally believe Doubts are totally normal. That's the way of our brain testing 
us and our ideas, will it actually work or we'll just going to waste a ton of energy and time, resources that might cause uh, us to die? That was, you know, the case when we were running uh, on savannas of Africa and uh, your brain still puts you gives you this doubt to test it out, to go and seek the confirmation and proofs. And it's totally normal unless you're some sort of psychopath who think every single idea in your head that you have is genius idea and it, it will all work out and you're just this brilliant person who already has it all figured out. Unless you're that kind of person that I personally don't think anyone believes is the normal way to be. Uh, so doubts are normal. But uh, what is not desirable is when that self-doubt starts uh, stopping you from taking action to get better, to test things, to move forward, to make progress. So that's when it's not helpful and that's when we need to develop skills to, uh, yes, have the self-doubts and still take action. And so today you learned two tools. Number one, uh, put the evidence on paper, take your confidence stock and also take action to have more of that confidence outwork yourself doubt, right? Like just put in the work, put in the work, put in the work, and you'll start figuring more and more things out. And so when there is a self-doubt, you have a whole track record of things that you did, you didn't know how to do, and you still figured it out. And that's how you immediately, once you start writing these things down, your confidence will start raising. Try it. You'll see how it works immediately, instantly. And then the second thing, when you have doubts about your idea, then test it in reality. And uh, talk to people and test it on your customers and test it in real life. Adopt scientist mindset. Any scientist who, with an idea, they do experiments and tests to prove that this idea has any validity. So as an entrepreneur, you're the same kind of scientist, just in the real world, creating uh, solutions uh, right then and there and not just the, in a lab. Uh, even though I guess scientists, some sort of entrepreneurs, right? They also develop all kinds of things and test ideas all the time. Uh, but maybe a commercial application is not a thing such a big thing as for founders and entrepreneurs. But that's what you do when you have self-doubts about your idea, about your venture. You figure out how to create a minimum viable product. You figure out how to test it. You talk to experts. You, you talk to potential customers. You talk to peers, to anyone who has experience. Again, don't talk to your mom that much because she might not be the best uh, uh, the best audience or uh, not your potential customer or uh, anyone having an experience in that um, area. By the way, also, if you don't have any experience in that area where you're building your idea, uh, you, your opinion is also probably not that great. That's why you want to do more testing and talk to more people who have more experience in that, not to for them to tell you that this idea is going to work. N nothing innovative going to get this feedback. But initial assumptions that you have about, you know, your theory, how things might work in reality, ask questions about that intellectually, not about your idea and how, how it's going to work in the market. 
So it's all about, confidence is all about gathering more data, supporting the confident part of you that, yes, you indeed can figure things out. And yes, those things about your idea, they are true. And so you have validity to keep working on that or not. Maybe that is a stupid idea or maybe you do need to pivot. Those are also valid answers, just like in any scientific experiment. Just because you have an idea doesn't mean it's a good workable idea. So hope on this Monday morning or any time when you hear this podcast episode, it will help you to get that confidence lift and boost that you need that is grounded in reality to get out there, to test things, to take action, to get better, to progress and give yourself first more evidence that you can indeed figure things out and uh, get more data that your idea indeed might be that good. Outwork your self-doubt and gather data. If you have any feedback about this episode, I really loved uh, doing this episode. Please give me a shout out, connect on Instagram, Angela at brain, well, Angela Brain Body Coach, that my, uh, that my name on Instagram, connect by email, Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com. Please do share this podcast with as many people as possible. There are a lot of people, a lot of brilliant, genius founders, entrepreneurs, and all kinds of creatives who need this boost of self-confidence and not just some boost, some woo boost or bullshit boost, but actually something that is grounded in reality that your brain will know is not some bullshit you are telling yourself. We creatives, founders, change agents, we need this boost of confidence. So please do share this episode with another founder who might need that boost to keep working on their thing. So please share, uh, check out the training for CEO Health Reset 360 in the show notes as well. Rate us, review us, and with this boost of confidence, no BS, boost of confidence, get out there and get things done. Talk to you very soon.